the more that you filter out the bullshit and the life experiences and daily unproductive habits that make you that take you farther away from where you want to be that don't motivate you that don't excite you and that don't get you to a better place in your life and that exhaust you the more you say no to those things that is creating physical space in your life for you to have the mental capacity to say yes to more movement in your natural body to saying yes to you know, opportunities in your job that are going to get you closer to where you want to be. It's also making you extra clear on the vision that you have. Yeah. Welcome to the Hotter Than Health podcast, a plant dominant podcast for those looking to expand and elevate their lives. Each week, we will bring you provocative conversations and topics, entertaining interviews, and some of the biggest names in health and wellness to answer your burning questions. You will leave each episode with tangible tips and takeaways and understand what it truly means to live an energized and optimized life. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Hotter Than Health. This is officially the fourth time I've attempted recording this podcast. Fifth, if you count yesterday when Jake walked in the door and the dog went crazy and I didn't feel like I wanted him to hear what I was going to talk about. Welcome. I'm I'm excited for this solo episode because I think that a lot of the solo episodes, I'm answering questions, I'm going through Q&As, and I don't get to stick... I don't necessarily get to stick to one topic exclusively. And today I wanted to address something that I think is more, it might seem nebulous. It might seem like it doesn't relate to you if you read the title of the podcast, but I do think that knowing the demographic of this podcast, it's largely women and it's mostly, you could be anywhere from 19 to in your 50s, maybe more, I don't know. But I think that this covers a larger demographic than I expected. And I think that the topic today is going to resonate and hopefully be able to help you articulate a way you have been feeling currently or had felt in the past and uh, or, or you're hoping to feel in the future. But Before we get into today's topic, I wanted to say thank you for some of the reviews that have come through um, on Apple Podcast. This is the greatest way to support the podcast. If you subscribe on Apple Podcast or on Spotify, thank you, thank you, thank you. It is the freest, easiest, most supportive way to support the podcast. So if you haven't already, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, click follow or subscribe and leave a five-star review. It is incredibly helpful and it helps people find the podcast who are just looking for health and wellness and nutrition and all that good stuff. But shout out to uh, Nicole Dottie. It's Holistic Health. Awesome podcast for people interested in holistic health. Lots of great information and motivation to keep your food and products clean. 80-20 baby, that is right. Thank you so much for leaving that review. And if you're thinking, oh, well, don't I get a 
tote bag? Well, you do in the future. We just put in a massive order for the Hotter Than Health tote bags. They are going to be up for purchase, but I am still going to be doing, I've got to whore the podcast out in some way. So keep leaving reviews and keep listening to the podcast. And once I have more, what is Once I have more of the tote bags and they've been shipped to me, then I'll be able to send them out as just collateral. So leave a review and you can be entered in to win a tote bag. And if you haven't left a review or you have and you just want to support, then you can always purchase the tote bag. When it comes out, I will let you know. Keep following on social media as you can be on the lookout for that. Okay. Like I said, I am very excited for this episode because here's the thing. When I do these solo episodes, usually it's based on questions. Usually it's information that you all want to hear about and you have asked a specific question. This one is less specific, but I think that it's going to resonate with a lot of people in a deep way. We're talking today about, oh, my throat. We're talking today about what it looks like in life to be in a transition phase and I mean that in the sense of you're going through an evolution in your life you're evolving you are up leveling it's confusing but it feels good and you're drawn to it it's a stage in your life when you you don't want to look back you're so excited about where you are in the future that you will do anything to be the person that you want to be. Maybe you're just in this stage in your life, this season in your life when you're extremely motivated or or you're really desiring to feel that motivation. And I was going to do, you know, oh, three ways to stay motivated and that's great, but this is all encompassing, I promise you. If you have not listened to last week's episode that I posted, I did an interview with a girl Mackenzie and it was great and I finally... I shared a little more about what I have been doing professionally, and I won't go into it in depth in this episode, but if you haven't listened to last week's episode, I highly recommend doing so, or else just, it seems like you're living a very chaotic life doing two before one, but do what you want to do. In essence, I have been working with my family, this has been for the past over a year, and I just haven't told really many people because... I didn't, I wasn't ready and I didn't want people to think, oh, you're not doing nutrition. You're not doing the podcast. People can do both. And, and this is a part of evolution that I want to talk about is that you can change your mind and where you are a year from now might look completely different, but feel so right. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm in this new career or this new relationship or this new body. And, but it feels so right. I've been working with my family's public speaking company and communications company for the past year. My grandfather started it 42 years ago and has been operating it ever since I ever since I knew him. I grew up around uh, the positive impacts and the benefits of understanding how to communicate effectively and efficiently, understanding public speaking, how to harness your nerves, how to really communicate with an audience in a way that is purposeful and you connect with your audience and get your message across in the way you want to get it across. I've been working with this company for over a year and my mom 
ran this company before she passed and she was operating a CEO up until she couldn't work anymore. And I never pictured myself in this career, but I never said, I never said, oh, no way. I, I was never against it. It just never occurred to me that this could be my path. And I think that it's very appropriate and it feels really right for me to be in a position talking about communication, uh, connecting with your audience. Over the past five years that we've had the Hotter Than Health podcast, that's what I've been doing and coaching nutrition clients and personal training. It is such, it's just such a clear path for me. It feels really good. And I was really fortunate to have this opportunity presented, but only in a way that was, look, this is, this would be a really great fit. If it feels right, let's do something. If it doesn't feel right, no harm, no foul, just keep doing your thing. And it just felt right. So over the past year, a little over a year, I've been working with the public speaking and communications company. It's felt awesome. So with all that being said, I think that this episode is going to make a lot more sense. When, how do I start this? I wanted to touch on three ways that you might be, three things that you might notice in your life and about your mindset when you are going through transition and evolution in your life. The first feeling and the first observation that you might have is solitude. And I don't mean you feel lonely and sad, but in this phase in your life, you are naturally filtering out the things that aren't serving you and supporting your end goal. It might not be that you sat down one night, made a vision board and said, oh, I want my future to look like this. Picket fence, two kids. It's not, it might not look like that, but it might be this understanding of your own worth. And so you think, okay, I want to create a life that motivates me to keep creating this life. And I want to provide and I want to be generous and I want to live in this more abundance mindset and I want to feel really good in my body, in my house, in my finances, in my relationships and all of that. That that could be your big goal. It doesn't have to be something like, oh, I want to make a million dollars. It's It doesn't have to be that specific. It could just be this overarching up leveling that you're doing in your life. You might feel solitude. It might feel like you are going out less because you just don't feel like it. You feel like every time you go out, it just isn't, it's not supporting what you're doing. It feels like you're almost doing it out of obligation to social, your social life. And you don't want to lose your social life. You don't want to lose friends, but this is going to be that time in your life where you are, your your body and your mind is going to naturally tell you where where your gut is leading you. This is that time to really listen to your gut intuition. If you think that going out and doing dinner with your girlfriends is sufficient, then you don't have to go out to a club afterwards. Or if you're not feeling like alcohol is serving you at this time and you just spend the entire next day anxious and lethargic, then maybe you want to move away from that. This is that natural occurrence in this phase of your life where you are naturally 
I'm trying to think of a way to say this that isn't just filtering out again, but you might be a little less social. You're only going to want to spend your time and energy with people that are supporting your overall goals in life and you're they're they're providing you not just with value in you know tips and advice and things like that but energetically they're not draining you they're not taking a lot from you it doesn't have to be that they give 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 you know you don't want to be a succubus here but you can be really really selfish with your time and if there are people that you're surrounding yourself that are exhausting you when you have left hanging out with them then those are not your people. If there are people that you are constantly feeling like you have to, that are really high maintenance friends that only want to do the same things, these are these are the things that you're going to shift away from. And it might feel, it might feel like you are less social. It might feel like you are being more reclusive. But when you are more reclusive and you start to feel really good and you use that time productively to continue to move yourself forward, that's how you know that it's not, you're not being antisocial. You're, you're disappearing for just a little bit to get some solitude, clarity, and to preserve your energy for where you really, it really counts moving forward. So as soon as you start to feel like you're spending more time just with yourself or with a smaller group of people and that energy is being used more effectively, that's when you know that you're starting to clear out some of the things that are in- becoming, uh, that are encumbering you and steering you away from the direction that you want to be in. And it's not that it might, they're steering you away and they're being negative. It's just at this phase in your life, you have this motivation, you have this mindset, you have this goal. Why would you want to put any more extra barriers in front of you that aren't generating that forward momentum? The second thing that you might be aware of is this might be a phase in your life where you are observing more of your limiting beliefs, how you have not shown up properly for other people and how you need, it's, it's taking a lot of personal responsibility and accountability for yourself. This is going to be that phase in your life where you stop blaming everyone else and you get out of your victim mentality. And we've all been there. We've all been in that stage where we think, oh my gosh, toxic relationship, it's all them must get out. But really, what in you attracted that person? What in you attracted that job? What in you didn't have the the gall to say no to X, Y, and Z opportunity? Are you the one saying, yes, I'll go out. Yes, I'll drink four days a week, five days a week. Yes, I'm going to have a, a couple glasses of wine almost every night. That's you saying that. And it it comes down to taking that personal accountability and that personal responsibility for yourself instead of saying, oh, well, I have this social event, so I have to drink. No, these are those times when you say, okay, this is the personal accountability that I have to take if I want to continue with this upward momentum. I have to do the things that are a little more uncomfortable. And I've maybe been avoiding doing those uncomfortable things. Raising the level of awareness in your where you have not been holding yourself accountable where have you been playing victim where can you be active as opposed to playing victim and what are some of your limiting beliefs right now let me give you an example of this over the past year i have really 
fallen into this pit of being almost too observant of the thoughts that I've been having. And it's, it's good and bad, but an example of falling into that pit of understanding your limiting beliefs, but not letting it, you, it take you that far is, okay, well, this person in my life is not giving me what I want. So I'm going to hold on to resentment. And when I'm resentful, then let's, I'm just going to give it such a, a rudimentary example. My boyfriend doesn't do a good job of cleaning up the dishes. So I feel like I am not getting what I need. Whereas instead of me thinking that it's not like, oh, I'm not getting what I need in the relationship. It's just in this moment, I don't feel value. So instead of making it this entire big issue of, oh, I'm not valued in the relationship. He doesn't do the dishes, da, da, da. It's once in a while when this happens, I feel this feeling. So instead of it being about him or instead of being it about your friend or your roommate or your boss, it's about yourself. Okay, why am I feeling this way right now? Why am I feeling this sense of self-doubt, low self-worth, low, not of value in this, to this person that they could just treat me like this? It's like having this expectation that they need to be exactly for what you, they need to be a mind reader. And when you realize that you've been holding them to these wild expectations that maybe you would have, but they're not you. And when you hold these people to these expectations and you don't, you just get disappointed. So it really comes down to, okay, if I'm not feeling self-worth or if I'm not feeling valued, how can I value myself right now? How can I go back and say, okay, I probably feel this way because of this. So it's taking that personal accountability after you have observed those thoughts. And this has really been a visible shift for me because I think a big part of what I've been learning in this self-awareness is that I take a lot of things personally and it takes up so much of my energy. For instance, I work with, we have a very small team at the, my family's company and my, my aunt is the CEO and we are one of our close family friends who we've just loved for forever. She's operated a COO for for like 11 years and she's just incredible and we talk daily and she's great and adore her and she's taught me everything and when I miss an email or if there's a typo or formatting is wrong on something that I'm still learning and I get feedback saying hey moving forward make sure you're putting this here or just when I get feedback or when I get some type of guidance or direction and I take it super personally I have realized that that is not going to take me far at all. All I can do is be, is say, oh, yep, next time I need to do that. Next time you need to check this or I need to create a small system for that so I don't let that happen again. Instead of taking it personally because I'm just a human and these are computer, like we're doing a ton of stuff on the computer. We're learning and I've only been here a year. Everyone else has been here t- 10, 11, 12, 20 years. And why am I putting this pressure on myself to know every single thing perfectly inside and out right now? I can't. And I also cannot take it personally because if I start taking everything personally, then I'm going to hold on to this anxiety and this fear and live in a state of fight or flight where I cannot grow. And if I do grow, it's going to be, it's going to be forced and it's not going to feel comfortable. And that's not the long game. So if you want to play the long game in the motivation that you have right now, then it's really time 
to start taking a look at, are you taking things personally? Where can you raise your level of self-awareness? Where are you playing the victim right now? That's a big one. Taking things extra personally, even with my boyfriend, he, I'm one of those people that if I'm around a big group of people, then do not fucking talk to me afterwards. Don't talk to me afterwards. I'm drained. I'm exhausted. Whenever I used to teach group fitness classes, I would get home and have to like collapse in my room. Just too much energy. I'm not an extrovert in that way. And I would just get so resentful if people would talk to me afterwards. I'm like, hey, I'm so exhausted. I don't have energy to give you. But even when my boyfriend comes home, he I'm working at home and he's been you know, dealing with clients all day. So I have to understand that it's not a personal thing that he doesn't want to talk to me at the end of the day. He just is like, needs, he needs a quick recharge before I say, Hey babe, how was your day? Tell me everything. Tell me like the favorite part of your day. I mean, he's like, find the nearest bridge. And that is something that even those small adjustments that I can make are so, so, so profound. And it helps me learn more about that person. Really, this level of self-awareness during this evolution, you realize that it's not all about you. Nobody gives a shit as much as you do. The third thing is tunnel vision. And when I say tunnel vision, it does go back to that sense of solitude that you're getting, the filtering out, the being slightly less social, but the tunnel vision that you had, that you have at this moment is so real. And once you start to get into this phase in your life, you really can't go back. And if you go back, it almost feels dirty. And that's when people get into a really, really tough, dark mindset is when you start to go backwards, when you felt that forward momentum, you felt the locomotive going and everything was starting to move because you were just committing to yourself. And then, and then you, and then you stop the work. You stop working on it. You give up. You, you stop doing the things that make you feel good. Maybe you take too much too much time off of not just the gym but daily movement you start getting on your phone immediately in the morning you start you have one shitty day of eating a bunch of fast food and then you just continue on with it and you don't go meal prep so you just continue to fall backwards on these little micro habits that you've set for yourself that is where sadness comes into play. That is where exhaustion comes into play. That's where that lower self-worth and self-value comes into play when you continuously don't make those commitments. When you commit continuously make commitments to yourself and then do not take them. So many people say, oh, I just want to get back to how I felt a couple years ago. Or I remember, oh my God, I used to feel so good. I don't know what happened. Think of the commitments you used to make to yourself and what you used to stick with. And think about, are you making those now? And you don't, they don't have to be the exact same commitments. Your commitments can evolve. It used to be that I would read one page of the Daily Stoic and now I, every single morning, and now I do that Now I do that probably once or twice a week, and instead I'm doing a Spanish-speaking app, Duolingo. I used to do it all the time. I quit for probably seven months, and now I'm doing it again because it stimulates me and I feel really good about it. And I think that there's really something to be said about once you start feeling like a habit is not serving you, you don't just have to get rid of doing good habits. You can replace it. So for instance, 
my green juice in the morning for a while has been replacing the hot lemon water that I used to do. And I didn't do hot lemon water for a couple months, but now that it's getting chillier, I'm getting back into it. It feels really good. And I'm only doing one cup of coffee a day because of the way that I'm structuring my morning. Those are the little micro habits. You don't have, if something's not working for you, don't get rid of it. If you're thinking, okay, this workout routine is not working for me anymore. I am exhausted. I'm too tired to go to the gym at 5 a.m. Well, fucking yeah, I bet you're, you're probably getting six hours of sleep and you're just exhausted and your hormones are going to go crazy. But maybe that means you wake up and you go for a long walk. Maybe that means the 45 minutes your workout was plus the 20 minutes it takes to drive there and back. Maybe you go for an hour long walk and do 10 squats. Maybe you commit to a noon workout, or maybe you just do some at-home stuff, or maybe you go in to that gym and you do a different type of workout. You slow it down and you start saying no to things. Boundaries are everywhere, not just in relationships, but they're, they're when your coach says, hey, I want you to go a little heavier for this. And you say, hey, nope, I'm not feeling it today. I'm going to, I'm here to just move my body and back off. And I can guarantee you, That's also, I used to take that personally if people didn't want to like do the workouts that I wanted, that I put up on the screen or something like that. I would take it personally and you don't need to take it personally. That person is having a day the same way that you are having a day. Remember, it's all about you and it's not about you at all. Okay. That's something to really, (laughs) that is something to really, really keep in mind. So Some of the three things, like I mentioned, that you would likely observe if you're going through a transitional phase of your life, maybe, maybe you're starting to realize that you're getting called in this different direction and you're ready to make a scary decision. Maybe you feel like you're in a relationship that is stuck and you've done everything that you can. At some points, at some points, if you've done all that you can, it it really ends up not, not being about you and about that other person. That's okay as well. And I think that if you are feeling like you're in this phase of your life, I know that if you're starting to get into fitness and you're feeling super motivated, you might have that tunnel vision. You might be a little less social and your social groups are starting to change and you're starting to spend time with people who you want lives like theirs and you want to, you want to feel uplifted and motivated and not exhausted after spending time with them. You're starting to naturally filter out the experiences that aren't helping you up level. You're starting to raise your level of awareness for the thoughts that you have, the conditioning that you have, and the ways that you have been playing a victim in your own life. Then you have the tunnel vision being the, I will do anything to keep myself in the mindset of where I need to be. Because not every day is going to feel motivated. Not every day is going to feel good. You're not going to always watch that round of TikToks that makes you want to go to the gym immediately. And if you do, it's probably 4 p.m. when you don't have time to go to the gym right now. So you're watching them at times when you're like, oh, wait, I don't get motivated. But maybe it is that you you start to sense that, okay, I know I don't feel like doing this at all right now. 0% of me wants to go to the gym. 0% of me wants to do a meditation. 0% of me wants to eat healthy tonight. But am I going to feel better after doing it? Likely. And if you're really not feeling it, if you're like, I am absolutely not doing that today, go do it for five minutes, two minutes. Start to make 
the movements and adjustments in your life that set you up to do it. So chop the vegetables. Don't just have them sitting in bags in your refrigerator. Start to get things prepared so that it's easier to make those decisions. And then if you still have that burger, then you had it. But maybe you meditate afterwards and maybe you have a salad with it. There's a lot of little things you can do to keep honoring the commitments that you make that make yourself feel really good because the last thing that you want is to look back and say you know what I could have just done that that just then don't look back and think that you could have done more not more because I don't want people to feel like oh my god go 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 hustle 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 life that are not filling you up that is making room for your overall mental capacity to keep the commitments to yourself that you've made. So hear that again. The more that you filter out the bullshit and the life experiences and daily unproductive habits that make you, that take you farther away from where you want to be, that don't motivate you, that don't excite you and that don't get you to a better place in your life and that exhaust you, the more you say no to those things, that is creating physical space in your life for you to have the mental capacity to say yes to more movement in your natural body, to saying yes to, you know, opportunities in your job that are going to get you closer to where you want to be. It's also making you extra clear on the vision that you have. You can tell that I'm definitely, (laughs) I'm definitely in a time in my life where I feel like I'm in a transition state. And I'm really loving it. I was listening to something earlier. And if you know anything about this, if you are into not meteorology, if you're <laughs> Jesus, if you're into astrology and you know anything about this, let me take a sip of my tea. I'm actually drinking some Organifi red juice, but I did it really really hot today, which is interesting because I have I'm not feeling 100%, but Uh, I did my Organifi red juice powder. And if you haven't tried it, I love the red juice. And I think people think that it's only a cold drink. And typically it is, but I've really been liking it. And sometimes I do it with a turmeric tea, so I'll do it hot. But it's Organifi red juice. You will love it. If you haven't tried Organifi, they're a sponsor of the podcast. Um, And you can use the code HTH for 20% off, but you can go to Organifi.com backslash HTH. Look for the Reds powder. They're also doing, I know they're doing a special on gold right now, but my favorites are the chocolate gold because it's a healthy hot chocolate at the end of the night. Um, You know that I also do the greens juice in the morning and the uh, protein powder. And I'm going to be doing a giveaway soon, especially over the holidays, I am psyched for it. So again, you can go to Organifi.com backslash HTH and use the code HTH for 20% off. That's the best deal that you will get anywhere. So make sure you're using the code HTH and setting yourself up again for those little micro habits. So greens juice, protein, the red adaptogens and the energy givers, then that's that's what you need to look at. Organifi.com backslash HTH. Use the code HTH. If you know anything about this, then I'd love for you to send me a message or let me know your thoughts on this. But I've heard I've heard a lot of people talk about their Saturn return. Saturn return is apparently, and I'm, if I'm butchering this, then 
this is obviously not an astrology podcast, but a Saturn return is a phase in your life where I think it's anywhere from age like 24 to 29 or 30 that your whole life just switches directions, not switches directions, but you end up, things get shaken around and moved around in order to really set you up for where you're destined to be in life or something like that. So uh, I was just listening to a podcast about a woman who said, yep, I'm, you know, I'm 24, 25, and I know I'm going to marry my partner. We're so happy. I'm in this amazing relationship. I love my job. And then a year later, she looked back and had moved to New York, broken up with her boyfriend, was in a new relationship, new career completely. I think she went from like journaling to, or journaling, journalism to fashion and had her own clothing brand. But anyways, it's these, it's these shifts that happen in your life. And I'm really, it's weird because when I was 24, that's when my mom died and I was going, we were all going through a huge thing. I quit my job. I moved from Arizona back to North Carolina or South Carolina. And I, I mean, everything changed. Every single thing in my life changed. And I was like, what the fuck? So I'm wondering if that was my Saturn return, but I also feel like I'm in one right now. I'm 29 and I'm switching careers. I'm getting really, really clear on, I don't have baby fever right now, but I'm very clear that like I want a family and I want, I have things that want is not the right word that I want to work towards that are almost not negotiables for me at this point. And I'm excited about it. It's not a it's not a pressure thing. It's not a oh my gosh, I have to uproot my whole life. I have to change everything. It's not a fearful feeling. It's a really excited feeling because I know that it's all up to me. And it isn't up to anyone else to make me happy in those ways or fulfill me in those ways. It's up to me. So it's an exciting time. So I'm just wondering like, okay, what if a big shift doesn't happen by the time I turn 30. Does that mean I missed my Saturn return or did my Saturn return happen when I was 24? I don't know. Someone help me out with that and let me know your thoughts. Call in. That would be sick if we had a call online. Someday we'll have a call online. But if this resonates at all, great. If it doesn't, I hope it does. (laughs) I think that there are so many of us who are going through a transitional phase in our life and we don't know how to we we can observe these things but we're so conditioned to think that change is bad or we're so conditioned to think that change needs to be eliminating everything in our life and shifting completely it doesn't it can be gradual but distinct and I just hope that anyone who is going through these shifts has the wherewithal to observe what they're actually thinking, what they're doing, what is it for, and if it's moving you in a more positive direction, positive direction, if it's moving you in a more, in a, in a direction that gets you to a more elevated space in your life and that you, you know, you're creating a life that you really want, that's, that's what we're doing. I have... 85% of me that wants to say what I'm going to say next and then the other percentage of me is saying wait. So I'm going to wait. <laughs> it just doesn't feel quite right right now. Anyways, I hope that you have 
taken something from this le- this this lesson. I'm so annoying. I hope that you have taken something from this episode. And if it resonates with one person, then my job here is done. And that's great. That's how that's how I've been feeling in this phase of my evolution in my life. Meditating. Focusing more on Spanish because I love it. I'm in a new career, but still focusing on nutrition and fitness, but in a way that's bringing me even more joy than it did before. Focusing on the podcast. It's great. If you have anyone that you specifically want to hear from on the podcast uh, for an interview, please let me know. Send in a send in a DM. Send in a any kind of message. But without further ado, thank you so much for spending this time. If you haven't already written a review, subscribed, liked, shared, take a screenshot, send this to a friend, post it on social media. It helps so much. And I will talk to you next Thursday. Yeah. Thank you.